Uh, what does Hoops and Hefeweizens and a fullback have in common? What do they have in common? Uh, uh, you should probably block us, but instead we're going to rush. <laughs> Let's fucking go. That's so funny. Oh, where'd it go? There it is. Yeah, welcome to the Hoops and Half of Isaac's podcast, temporarily pigskin supporters, because let's face it, folks, there's not a whole lot of basketball to talk about. We will touch a little bit on our beautiful Mavericks that are going that are playing in the uh, Euro basket, namely Luca, just lighting up that tournament. Uh, with me, as always, is my fellow Mavs fan for life, Ruben Tomas. You know him at Reddit Mavericks. How are you today, man? Uh, I'm doing good. I am currently uh, two beers in. Good. Uh, I found a questionably legal red zone stream. Yeah, so, uh, just my, like Reddit was supposed to. My fancy team looks like fucking shit today. So. I am. I am sitting pretty, man. I am pretty happy with how things are going. Um, I will talk more on uh, who we got later because no one cares about your fantasy team. Absolutely not. <laughs> so, uh, so tell us, like, I, I don't have a good uh, Eurobasket stream. I've just been only able to watch highlights for the most part. Um, is that pretty? Is that kind of the best way to get caught up on it? Is just to figure out what Luca's done uh, and then just kind of go past it, or is it pretty entertaining basketball? It's actually like most of the games have been really fun. Uh, I don't know if there's like a geopolitical, you know, aspect to it. I'm assuming sure. there might be between some of these countries, but uh, it's just fun to watch. Like, so you're seeing guys that may have like been in the league for a little bit, or you know, guys that, like, maybe you had, someone had draft rights to at one point, you know, you're just like, okay, right. cool. like, let's see how this guy does. And, like, it's kind of cool seeing, like, Slovenia having, like, three guys who are currently on an NBA team. You know, I'm totally. like, okay, that's really cool. Like, I can totally see why they're, you know, they're playing the league. And it's, like, it's also cool to see, like, the smaller, like, places, like Belgium, like, for, talking about yesterday's game with Luca, like, with right. Slovenia, like, they – I don't think they had anybody. They had, they have like they had a couple guys that are like naturalized citizens that, you know, I guess maybe play overseas or something like that. But like they're mm-hmm. not, you know, the best team. But I mean, like they took Slovenia for three quarters. Like literally, like Damn. at one point, I was like, wow, they really might win. And like it's gonna be really embarrassing for Slovenia, who has an MVP favorite this year. You know. <laughs> so, um, but no, I mean, like that game was fun. You know, kind of seeing a. Uh, Seeing uh, Luca just you know fucking carve it up at the end. Okay, cool. Like you know, eventually guys are seeing their shots. Like the the, very, the first three quarters of that game were. What happened that allowed him to bleed that profusely? Uh, elbow to the head. <laughs> oh, okay. You know? Gotcha. Uh, they, got that they, nice little soft spot there, huh? Yeah, they beat the fuck out of these guys in these fucking tournaments, man. Like. Also, rest- shout out to all of our bros that are that are hopping onto the feed. What's up, guys? Uh, let's get some claps in there. It's good to see y'all. It is, oh. man. Yeah, it's really good to see you guys. I mean, like, again, like, this really, this is a very big day for uh, for people in Dallas as the Cowboys <laughs> start their seventeen zero run, <laughs> perfect to the playoffs apparently. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah. So the game was really fun. Uh, uh, I'm, it was interesting because I went out the night before with Squish. And got home like at midnight, like twelve thirty, and totally forgot there was a game. Like I was lit that night before, and 
um, I woke up. My baby woke my Reddit Mavs baby woke me up at like seven thirty, and the game had already started. And I was like, "Well, you know." And then I, I checked Twitter. I'm like, "I see. I think I see like Bibbs and like SJ talking about the game." And I'm like, "Oh fuck, there's a game today." Okay, cool. Like, it's weird because like I'm a teacher, so I can't really watch these games going live during the during the school week. Right. But if it's a Saturday Sunday game, bro, I'm on it usually. Um, but yeah, I mean, like Belgium looked like they they could have stole it. Like literally, like I don't know, like like at a certain point though, like as as happens with you know. Uh, lesser good teams is that you know uh, they uh, they lose gas you know like they just they they take they take their foot off the pedal for just a second and then mm. once Lucas sees that like that once once Slovenia sees that like they, that's the time to pounce you know like totally um, craziest thing that happened though wasn't he didn't deal with Slovenia uh, Italy mm-hmm. um, Italy uh, man like led by Nicolo Melli okay <laughs> um, Melli uh, defeated uh, Serbia with Jokic, which wow. is like fucking insane. Like shit, like that does not happen. Like in Europe, Ameli, Ameli, Ameli. God, he should have been. He should have been. I cannot believe he fucking traded for him. But um, uh, and now he's out of the league. Now he's playing in Europe. But um, and playing yeah. well apparently, <laughs> dude. Like he had like twenty one points. Like he like guarded Jokic really well for a couple possessions and was like yelling at their bench. And I was like, bro, you never did this in Dallas for like the twenty games you played here. Like, I mean, he's home now. You know, mm-hmm. you, you get a little cozier once you're uh, closer to home. I think. I guess, but yeah. So like that was crazy. Like Serbia being out so early in the. So early in the tournament, you know, everybody was eyeing, you know, uh, Slovenia and Serbia to meet to meet up, and obviously, you know, uh, Jokic versus Luka would have been a fucking crazy like that would have been a really fun game. And I probably would have missed it because it probably would have been during, uh, you know, during the work week. So, um, sure. but overall, like Eurobasket has been really fun. Uh, I know Luka right now; he is he has three is uh, like three times in a row he scored 30 or more which i think is a record for like the modern your bas- since like 2000 or something like that like sure it's a it's been a while since that's happened um obviously like and i i, I whenever there's euro basket on like whenever we discuss it like i do have to say like i prefer that game over the nba game sometimes mm-hmm. um i know it's probably a hot take for some people but i like the 10 minute quarters <laughs> like it just it's just, sure. it's just a nice round number it's 40 minutes a game you know that's it usually um, of course, yeah, the forty-eight the sports... minutes a game is is kind of bizarre because, like, in football, it's aren't they fifteen-minute quarters? Yes. And yes. so, like, and then you got hockey that just says, well, you know, twenty minute, guess, whatever. Well, I guess actually, hockey does make sense in the sense that it's an hour of total gameplay, I suppose. Yeah. You know, with yeah three three twenty-minute periods, but I don't know. I yeah. I think the only thing like. It's one of there's two rules that I think that will just kind of stay there forever until like I don't know like the next fifty years where they're just like ah fuck tradition like it's I think one of my favorite rules that I think happen that happens in uh, G League I think is that if a guy's fouled in in you know in the act of shooting one one free throw counts for two and and vice versa and three until it's like the last two minutes I think before they start doing the individual free throws that's weird like. That saves so much time. Like, you know, first quarter, guy goes up for a shot, misses, you know, is fouled. Two free throws, do the whole song. You know what I mean? It's really just to speed up the game. And I love that rule. But I know that basically, like, that would just fuck up a whole bunch of free throw percentages. And that's why, uh, you know, 
that's that kind of or that, that's why that rule hasn't really been implemented. But like, and that's that would be crazy. Well, and what's interesting is most, uh, almost across the board, most players that miss a free throw, it's the first one. They usually make like the set. Huh. The second free throw is a better chance of going in, like statistically speaking. So, I guess since you already practiced one, I guess. Right. That, that I guess yeah. it does hold water. Um, but uh, and you know, hey, you know, hockey. I have. I wish. I don't know. I I I do have. I've like passively watched the Dallas Stars, thanks to to Tim. Uh, you know, I, I get like. Uh, I get I get hockey fandom through osmosis <laughs> from some of my friends, um, and I will say that uh, the best piece of television I've watched in the last like four years is Shorzy. And I absolutely adore it. And it's basically about a minor league hockey team. Like I didn't really care about hockey until I watched that show. And I'm like, you know what? I'll I'll, I'll give hockey another chance. <laughs> but anyways, uh, so uh, as our name uh, states, well, we're gonna do a little bit different than our normal basketball talk. We're gonna talk a little bit of football and how little we know about it. Uh, as but, well, <laughs> we're, on top of basketball. Yeah, we've. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. We don't know anything, but we're just remotely entertaining, and you guys keep uh, checking in, so we appreciate that. Um, anyways, uh, so we've got Cowboys going against the Bucks. That's going to be like the big one for us, since we're going to stay a little Dallas-related. Um, how do you feel about the Cowboys this season? Uh, I, I, I have thoughts. <laughs> uh, so I was talking, so my... Okay, so to backtrack, like, so me, my brother-in-law are in Grambo's, James Grambo's... Uh, uh, one of his leagues this year, right? Sure. And so, like, my 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 brother-in-law really hasn't like paid attention to, you know, to football in a while. Like, mm-hmm. really pay attention to it. Like, and so, like, you know, and he's also a Patriots fan because grew up with Brady, blah blah, whatever. <laughs> um, right. Which is really disgusting. But I totally get why people hate not hate uh, the Cowboys too. But um, sure. uh, so I was telling him yesterday because we were all hanging out with my we we're all hanging out with the family, and I was just like. I was like, dude, you know what? And I didn't really seem to, didn't know his terminology at all, but I was like, if like the first four, the first like eight games were like four and four, like I'm just like, just fuck it, dude, pull the plug. <laughs> like, that was, really? Said, if we're if said, we're halfway said, in, you're all the way out. I said, I said, I said, fuck it, bro. Let's just go into this fucking tank. And he was like, what does tanking mean? And I was like, oh fuck, like <laughs> tanking is this. And he was like, that's so fucking dumb. I was like, you don't understand. I was like. I'm keep, I'm trying to keep my expectations to the fucking ground, like right. like literally below the ground, like six feet under. Like is which where is, I'm trying to keep my expectations. Which week. is a safe thing to do in uh, it, as a Dallas Cowboys fan. Like you do need to have your expectations be you know uh, below the floor. Um, so when we, something does weirdly go our way, because it will happen. Like there are there will be Cowboys. Uh, favorable actions that will happen. Like we've weirdly drafted really, really well. Like occasionally we'll just go like, Oh, we just got this amazing, you know, once in a lifetime defensive player, Micah Parsons, that's going to just be an answer, you know, or DeMarcus Ware or whatever, just kind of, or stumble upon Dak Prescott in the fourth, you know, there's a whole lot of things that have just kind of broken our way in a good way. But what I've grown to learn as a Cowboys fan is that, one, like they're so resistant to an actual rebuild 
because like they still need to like give the they're giving the idea that they're this very successful team. When in reality, if you look at the Cowboys like a Walmart, then you do look at it as a professional sports team. They're doing everything right. They're not spending as much as the other guy. They're cutting over the overhead. They are. Uh, they have like big stars and big names that you know, so you have like brand recognition. But then ultimately, like they're not. They're spending like the sixth. They have like the sixth cheapest roster currently, and like with no draft capital, it doesn't make any god like. This is fucking bud, you know, bargain barrel shit, and it's like their game is not to be good at football. The game is to seem that they're pretty good at football enough to keep selling the same jersey. Like that's, I am convinced that has been Jerry Jones' mo from the fucking start. Like, how do we keep this relevant enough to where it barely passes the threshold of mediocrity and then claim it as success? Like that's and it's. I think it's so funny because people are just like, oh, if you're a Cowboys fan, like, like this idea that you're like, just you're into like the Yankees of football, which it does feel that way. But it's like, no, we don't spend nearly that much money. Like that was the case in the nineties, but like, we didn't have anyone investing in anything in that. Like if anything, like the Cowboys have been about as successful as the Cleveland Browns this past two decades, like moderately a bit more success. Thanks to, to Romo and Dax, you know, heroism basically. And like, the fact that Jason Garrett could have had a job for the last four years of his tenure and the fact that they hire Mike McCarthy, who may be one of my least favorite coaches that's just ever coached. Like how do you piss away prime Aaron Rodgers years, but that's who's going to fix Dak. It's okay. That's, he that's he understands what he understands what PFF is now. So now he's, now he's an innovative coach. He's like, that was his main claim to fame. Just like, oh wow, he's he's really embracing analytics. I'm just like, oh, because he knows that it exists now. Like, <laughs> anyways. So um, let's bring on our first caller. Uh, Tate, let's bring Tate up here, uh, or Tate, uh, according to how it's spelled. Um, All right, let me. There we go. What is up, my dude? How much, pal? What's going on, guys? Good to hear from you. Good to hear from y'all, man. Good to. Have you all back? Yeah, we're getting back Boys. into the swing of things. It's uh, it's almost preseason baseball or baseball. God, or I'm in midseason form here, folks. It's almost preseason basketball, so why not talk some pigskin while we're talk- doing it? So, what's yeah, on your mind? I mean, no, not much, man. You're you just everything you just said about the Cowboys is factual. It's all fact. You can't <laughs> tell me it's differently, man, because it's it's nonsense. Like I literally talked with everyone. Like I've just given up. Like before go even going in like oh yeah it, it at least right now it just i don't see it we just we got better by subtraction i don't i don't know well so here's here's the one weird thing like one of the the on off splits of tyron smith in the lineup or on the offense versus when he's off it's like steph curry on the warriors it's fucking insane it's like the amount of like how much like like the rushing offense and the passing offense, it goes from like top five or top 10 in their respective fields to 31st. It is a huge drop off. And it's like, you're, if your entire franchise is dictated on the legs of a, you know, aging left tackle that has shown to be pretty injury prone, like 
I don't know, maybe get a steady backup, like like a veteran that's just like not going to shit the bet. Now we have like this, you know, we have another T Smith, which I'm excited about, and maybe he's really good, but pretty much all the scouting report is like, this guy's really raw and kind of an idiot. <laughs> like yeah. across the board. So it's like, all right, that's going to be protecting our $40 million quarterback. It's like, it's, it's at this point, I would almost say it's NFL malpractice. But God damn it, it's a team that I grew up with, and I can't go away from it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Everyone always asks me, if, like, if you had a kid, would you would you let them be a Cowboys fan? I'm like, fuck no, absolutely <laughs> oh, that, not. That, I mean, that's my exact uh, that's my exact uh, issue right now because uh, my uncle bought uh, my kid uh, a Cowboys shirt. And I was like, fuck, am I really going to do this? Like, <laughs> you know what's funny? I actually, here, here's my here's my remedy to Cowboys fans that are like, you know, maybe a little depressed. Claim an AFC allegiance. Like, so oh, you're, never, yeah. you're rarely rooting for him. Like, uh, a good buddy of mine, shout out Cameron. Uh, he's a huge diehard Tennessee Titans fan. And it's rubbed off on me. And, like, that's my AFC team that I root for. And, like, what's weird is that we're almost in the exact same place but one is doing it with credibility. The other one, like, in his fighting, it was a number one seed last year, like, has some, like, generational talent on their roster. They keep making smart moves. Like, say what you will about the A.J. Brown addition for the Philadelphia Eagles. That made a lot of sense for a small market team to be like, we can't pay you $15 million a year. That's not mm-hmm. just, like, we, we can't do that. So they traded, and, like, they had to do the money ball thing, but they're doing it accurately. Like they have an awesome run defense or awesome run offense and a, a fantastic front seven. Uh, their secondary is pretty wonderful as opposed to ours that I think has been luck, lucky at best. <laughs> um, that I, I don't know. I'm I, the Titans are, are my second team, um, and it will. I will say that there's something about having an AFC team that you you know kind of pay attention to and root for that can make you feel a little bit better and less icky than being a Cowboys fan. <laughs> oh yeah, man. It's the Jaguars, but I mean, it, that's, sure. you know, it kind of sucks being a Jaguars fan as well, but it's like, yeah. it's just like, <laughs> but yeah, but you have hope, you know, maybe yeah. it'll oh, turn around. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. We'll see. Like, I really think I just want finally to start the season one and oh, just to have that feeling. It's been a, fucking minute i mean lost so much and i i don't know i mean i don't have that much hope but it would just nice to see if we could get some we could just grab a little bit right to to focus more on like the cowboy games happening tonight i mean i think if there's gonna be a time to face the buccaneers it's like right now oh yeah right now dude while while tom brady's face is recovering from his surgery yes yeah. Oh <laughs> my God, he looks like he looks like one of the uh, the housewives of Tampa Bay. Like, dude, he, no, is... he looks like he looks like the the wax figures. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. that looks so. That, that kind of like like the person he's supposed to be, but like not exactly. Something's off. That's what it looks like. Yeah, so. he he looks he looks closer to Joan Rivers right now than he does look like Tom Brady. Um, but like, I so... don't get it because he's got like the TB twelve method. But like, you're just gonna go under the knife for your face, like. I get I like know. also like man he knows therapy exists if he has like that like how can you be Tom Brady and have a poor self image like I say yeah I mean, <laughs> I'm just like man you you have like you are the best quarterback that's probably ever lived you've made more money than god like 
whose acceptance are you trying to get? Like, is it just his own psychosis where he's like, no, these cheeks need to be inward. <laughs> like, like, I, I mean, like the poor guy, like if it might, I don't know, dude. like it might be like, it might be just cause he's so competitive. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. Oh, no, it's, it's an aerodynamic thing. He's trying to be more, he's trying to be quicker. <laughs> he's going to follow Lance Armstrong's method of uh, cutting off one of his testicles. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Again, that one's cancer related, <laughs> but I, it's it's. I, I think this this team like the thing that that the Cowboys have going for them is that I think our front like our defensive line is going to be badass. Like I am looking oh, forward yeah. to rooting rooting off like with D Law and Micah Parsons and Anthony Barr, which is like people talked about like oh the Cowboys didn't do enough this offseason. I 100 percent agree, but like that Anthony Barr pickup is fantastic. Like mm-hmm. when you have Mr. Him. Glass, when you have Mr. Glass, that is Leighton Vander Esch, like, and you got your Bill Cox is in a second year who I think is kind of a, he's, he's like a safety linebacker tweener. Like he's a yeah. little all over the place, but like, I love the idea of like just a good B plus across the board linebacker and Aaron Barr. That's just going to, I think he's going to do, or sorry, Anthony Barr. Uh, that's going to really like solidify our run defense. That was just not really that existent last year. Yeah. Uh, we, I mean, if you're rotating them and rotating them, they're fresh. And you don't really decline that much. We'll be all right. So. Oh, absolutely. And I think like, right. Like I'll let Trayvon Diggs. I, I hope he keeps up the interception, but like, man, that is, that is a regression to the mean. If that is ever, if it's ever going yeah, to happen, it's this yeah, year. Yeah. Like, I'm, that's, I'm very worried yeah. about that. Yeah. Well, and and it's just it's not like we have a like I guess we have with Jordan Lewis. Did we lose him or keep him? I always forget. Like our our current quarters like are fine, but like they keep going with this budget. Like the thing that made me mad was the Philadelphia Eagles picking up that sa- that safety from the Saints, and it's like for like a third rounder. I'm like, why couldn't have we done that? Like that that you're exactly right, man. It's like why don't we spending money or why aren't we getting assets? to make bigger trades. I know we don't make a lot of them and we sometimes sure. do, but like, like why aren't we doing that? I mean, apparently, like you said earlier, it's like, apparently we're this franchise that has more money than God. We don't, right. it doesn't seem to be using it or like doing it like other people are doing it. Well, and it's also just, I think it's just, I, I, I know this is a Jones problem. You know, this is not, uh, you know, I, I think that, they run this like it's a like a, a retail store rather than, you know, d- he's, they're doing it for all the wrong reasons. You know, it's mm-hmm. like I think about like maybe this is a good analogy. So how I think of like uh, book adaptations to movies, like you can you can do it one of two ways. You can do it either the Twilight way, which is like let's do this as cheaply as possible to en- to the point to where it's just barely recognizable as the original like granted not great uh you know source material, but ultimately like yeah whatever, it's a fucking movie, people will buy it. You know, there's almost like that cynicism to it, you know what I mean? And then there's like the Harry Potter approach to it where they have the author there involved. It's super in depth. Like I don't care about Hogwarts, but I know what it is. Thanks to those movies. See what I mean? Like, yeah. And, yeah. That's, and so I feel like, you know, doing something for more than just churning a profit, which I just don't think Jerry Jones lives that way. And like, it's weird for us to like spend so much money on Zeke Elliott and then not do any other buy now moves that make more sense right now. Like, the Jets have been more aggressive in 
trying to have a more win-now mentality than we have. Now, granted, the left tackle that they had who, like, ruptured his kneecap or some bullshit, like, then they got, like, a former all-star left tackle who's unfortunately on the IR now, but, like, they they at least tried to, you know, figure out something so there's, you know, the season isn't tanked. Like, we're not doing a buy now, and we're not blowing it up. What are we doing? And it's like, it's going to be a 9-8 and eight or 8-9 eight and nine season that may very well get us in the uh, wild card, but I, I don't know. Like, this is, I have just learned to accept the mediocrity that is the Cowboys and just hope something good happens. But, you know, that's just, I understand that it is more, uh, Foolish optimism more than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right, man. Oh, There's not so, a better word. Yeah, foolish optimism. That's that's me, all right. Uh, Ruben, what are you? What are your thoughts on the the Cowboys this season? What, what are you feeling? Not positive. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I will watch every game. I will retweet the uh, the guy in the oversized uh, Des Bryant jersey dancing if we win. But uh, sure. you know. Otherwise, which I will, not... which I will be wearing today uh, on on game day. Or I realize I really, I, have, I have no jerseys or anything, dude. So I like I need to go buy something. Or, I don't know. I kind of don't want to give Jerry Jones my money, but <laughs> I've had two weirdly un like like it's been funny timing wise when I've gotten the jerseys. Like I got my Demarcus Ware jersey, and that's when he left for Denver. And then I got a Des <laughs> Bryant jersey, and that's when he was cut from the team. Got cut, Jesus, dude. <laughs> or. <laughs> So, where did, he yeah. ended up signing with the Saints and then just like tore up his his AC or his knees. If I'm not he went, no, he went to the he went to the Ravens too. I think for a little bit. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I uh, mean, you know what, man? Like at this point, I've decided like once if if we win one more in my adult life, I am done with football. <laughs> like I just just see, one more Super Bowl and you're out. I just want to see one more like as an adult. But, okay, cool. Now I know because last time we won, I was like five. Like. I don't sure. give a fuck. I didn't give a fuck about football then, you know. Uh, right. I hardly do now. Like I have, like obviously like I'm in the fancy stuff and um yeah. and like I have I literally like will find a stream an illegal stream every week of Red sure. Zone, you know. But uh That's it's mostly time. there for like background. It's almost there for like comforting. It's like, oh yeah, like totally. remember when I was really into football? Like okay. Well I will say like Red Zone, like to me when I first heard the premise of it, I'm like this what a way of like just saying most of your games kind of suck when you're just like, Hey, we're just going to fast forward to the good parts. It's some of the best, like it is one of the best, like sit down, like you're you're going to just be, make a crater in your couch moments of just watching guys in the end zone or people that are making offensive plays. It's badass. Like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> good job. Red zone. <laughs> I mean, I think today I, I got to see two fucking ties in one day, which like never happens. <laughs> oh, all the, the games are really, really tight, man. If you look, if you saw the whole board, yeah, well, yeah. I bet on it and I got, I went, got really fucked today on gambling, man. This <laughs> parlay definitely lost. Yeah. Oh, no. fuck. <laughs> yeah. So, I think the Colts, I think Colts, Texans and and uh, Chicago 49ers were definitely the two biggest surprises for me. Like oh, I, I knew I knew that like Houston was gonna be a little bit better than people were giving them credit for. Like they're just still trying to like recover from what the Bill O'Brien crater that they put them in. But like like it, I, I guess that you could just call it like the you know, the butt gin the butt chin beginnings. Um but like uh, I will say, like, I mean, it sounds like a fluky game to me. It just sounds like anything that could have gone wrong did go wrong. You know, I never, 
I, I don't believe in Trey Lance. I don't understand it. Like, I don't get why this guy was like such a, such the, the prospect. Um, and it's almost like the Niners were like, how do you, how do you even say it? Uh, the Niners were ultimately just kind of like playing down to their competition and then losing yep. by two scores. Yep. It's also a rainy, like it was like a swamp out there. So it was just like, it was know, so like I can, t- I can, I don't think like the bears are back. Because <laughs> my, my wife was watching it. She was like, is it raining? I was like, yes. <laughs> like, yes, it is. She was, she was, they complain the rain. I was like, yes, <laughs> they, they play in the snow. They'll play in whatever. Whenever, exactly. Like when Football the on. Like, on. Uh, California was burning, they had all that smoke. It was just blowing in the that wind. That was nuts. I forgot about that. Yeah. That was nuts. God damn. I read uh, this book uh, called Fantasy Man, I think is what it was called. It's I can't remember the gentleman's name. Uh, he was like a... He was like a third string wide receiver, retired early, but he was just talking about... Uh, or. He was talking about football or just like basically playing it as well as like playing in fantasy football while he was in the league. Um, And it was very interesting him talking about like Candlestick Park and like the magic of like a place that has history and how pretty much almost every sports team is just deciding, no, we just need a big lo-fi stadium. That's what this, this needs. Like he was talking about the difference between Candlestick Park that has so many memories it has like the Rose Bowl and uh, hit one of his like high schools that he used to play for. He goes, I remember like winning state and being here and just like feeling a certain energy. And now it's just like basically like a little concrete square saying like, you know, with, you know, a little placard on it. That's like, this is where Candlestick Park was in San Francisco. And he goes, and now it's now there's uh what's it called? Uh, Levi Stadium where. No one is there for football. Everyone that is there is just basically clients being treated out to a game to like seal a business deal. It's yeah. like, yeah. And the, like the 49ers. Well, and that's the thing is just like 49ers fans. Like to me, they, there seem to be like some real old school, like that's a, that's a historic franchise, you know? And now they have like this really expensive, like, you know, monument to mediocrity <laughs> that's that's not really being filled but it's really expensive and it's really hard to get to it's like kind of an, it's kind of how like uh at&t uh arena is that uh that's where the spurs play uh yes yes yeah, AT, yeah. yeah. And, and so it's just like basically there's just, there's not a, there's not a way to get there <laughs> like it, it's just like hey you're gonna spend the whole day there be it in a car or dr- drinking overpriced beers and then getting mad and like like the it's not really a home field advantage either like it's kind of but like most of the people that are there like I said are from San Francisco they're you know they're it's out in like fucking Inglewood or someplace like it's some it would be it's almost as bad as the Dallas Cowboys playing in Arlington like to me that's always felt weird why why is <laughs> why are the Cowboys not playing in Dallas like like I get the Texas Rangers put Texas Rangers wherever it says Texas but like yeah like, I don't know. I think maybe that's maybe why I've always like kind of leaned to being more of a Dallas Mavericks fan than a Cowboys fan has been like, at least the Cowboys are in Dallas. <laughs> the Mavericks. I'm sorry. Mavericks are in Dallas. Mid-season form here, folks. I was about to say, mid-season form, man. So, <laughs> give them a come and break, man. So has, uh, has anyone been drinking anything fun this week? 
Absolutely. Uh, I have got some live oak hefeweizen that is going to be uh, consumed uh, in abundance uh, as well as, oh, there was another one that I put in here. Uh, Independence Brewery has a, the Native Texan, which is a an okay yeah. pilsner. It's not yep. live oak yeah. pills, but it's pretty good. So yeah, I like that one. So I saw Squish this weekend, as everybody knows. Um, and he brought oh, yeah. me some stuff. Real quick, a, a public happy birthday to Squish. Yes, uh, happy birthday to Squish. Happy birthday. He's with family. I think he's on, actually, I think he's on his way back from hanging out with family today. But um, he sent me, or he brought me a six-pack of a live oak Oktoberfest. Yes, oh, the Oktoberfest. This dude. is so fucking good, dude. <laughs> like, dude, it's next level. I'm so happy. It's actually really fucking good. So, well, so most right most Oktoberfests are so like just Marzen beers in general mm-hmm. are so bready. Like I can really only have them during the fall because it's like it's not as thick as a stout, but it does feel like it's you got to chew it. Yeah. <laughs> like they're usually yeah. pretty heavy uh, or heavier than you would think they are. It's not quite as yeah. like, but Oktoberfest is weirdly smoother and crisper. And that's kind of the consistency between all of live Oaks, uh, beers in general. It's just like, here's, here's, here's a, their big bark Amber, you know, it's not so malty, you know, and sweet and sugary. It's like, ah, it's actually pretty crisp. Like here's their Hefeweizen. Most Hefeweizens are so sweet and over carbonated that they're just kind of like, you know, like banana soda, like, yep. <laughs> and so like the, everything they do is, is freaking great. And, uh, I'm saying that because I'm also going to be working for them soon. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, so I, I am a company man. We are going to be sponsored by live probably by the end of this, considering we are the hoops and half of Eisen's, uh, podcast, but happy birthday squish. We miss you, buddy. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get on another call. It's all yeah. he's, he's around. <laughs> he's, hey, you been drinking anything? He's at Campisi's, just living his best life. He right absolutely now. is. Say, you've been drinking anything this week? Um. Well, yes, I drank a lot yesterday while I watched one of the worst A and M football performances I've seen. That was in nuts, quite some bro. Time, dude. Bro, my, my my father-in-law was not very happy. <laughs> oh, I like the yeah. the girl that I'm seeing now. She picked me up and she was like, "You're really upset, aren't you?" And I'm like, "Nope, I'm good." And she's just like, "I can see it on you." I'm like. <laughs> No, I got it. I'm got it. I got this. I, I I knew it was gonna happen. She's like, just let it out. And I just like, are you kidding? Like, there's so much. It was met. So you know, who did they face here all day? But... Appalachian State. Oh God. They paid. AM paid them a hundred uh, one point five million million dollars to, to come and I beat also, this. Like not. God. I didn't realize that was the case with those small schools. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Like I know, yeah. I know, I know. Uh, UT paid UNT like five years ago and lost. Mm. Well, that happened a while back. That was a good day for me. (laughs) Yeah, go birds. That game was not fun. fun. Um, I think we're about the end of the pod. Do you think? Pretty sure. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, This has been a fun. Well, uh, yeah. Actually, before I got to bring the house down a little bit, got to bring us all down. Um, I do want to say uh, rest in peace to Johnson Chart. Oh, God, we should have started the pod with that, man. Yeah. DFW guy, probably one of the best. Like, he was was by far my favorite analyst, basketball analyst on the ringer. Um, Yeah. Just consistent. His takes were always so freaking good and just a a really smart basketball mind that just seemed to be, like, the nicest guy. Uh, Shout out to Kirk. 
uh, Kirk Henderson for putting together that GoFundMe. Uh, it sounds like that may that should cover most of his family's uh, yeah, stuff. Cause, so. cause, yeah. Well, because because it, it was like I mean they were basically like he had like a he even talked about it on the Ringer with Bill Simmons. Um, like he's basically he does he did he didn't just have cancer. He had like basically uh, just an absolute like anomaly of cancer yeah is like is literally like, really yeah, what he had. One in like yeah like one in a million chance or something like that pretty, was crazy pretty much and like just a you know for lack of a better term a death sentence but uh either way sharks is just yeah r.i.p man like that's a that's a good dallas person that uh you know clearly a huge basketball fan but also just yeah uh, a, a it's a sad day for uh basketball uh media uh, particularly because we lost one of the good ones. Yep. Um, and I guess I, yeah, it's kind of wrong to say, you know, so, uh, no, I'm glad, I'm glad you made that shout out. That's, that's absolutely yeah, uh, no. necessary. Hey, uh, real quick, speaking of shout outs, Nate, thank you so much. Or Tate, God, mid season form, baby. Tate, thank you so much for coming on to the pod today, man. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We, uh, we're happy to have the, the consecutive listeners today. Uh, we, we're looking to, you know, really bring this back up. Come, uh, basketball season, but we're still going to be doing the pod once a week and uh, we'll be doing more reaction pods, of course, if anything big happens. Uh, so we really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, you can follow us at, uh, or you can follow us on Colin uh, at Don underscore Denim at uh, Reddit Mavericks. Uh, you can follow us on Hoops and Hefeweizens. If you follow us, you can get a notification as soon as we go live, which would be great to just have you guys and talk, talk sports with you guys. So uh, let's see. We've got uh, mffls.com. Uh, you can follow me at Don underscore Denim on Twitter. You can find Ruben at Reddit Mavericks. Uh, and you can find Squish at Squish41. Uh, we love you guys. Enjoy the rest of your week. Have a great uh, football Sunday. And uh, let's go, Cowboys. Bye, guys. Hopefully, we win tonight. Let's see. Bye.